0: Good morning, Paul. Shh. now hello now
1: darling let me just tell you something coming to you from Savannah Georgia the man who has more rules than Moses this is honestly with Paul Reed well good morning Paul Reed
0: good morning Eric how's everybody doing today
1: Well, hopefully everybody's doing great. We have uh, survived the 4th of July. Um, Praise him. Everybody loved my jean shorts that I wore to the pool thanks to your recommendation. I cannot stop it. Um, Everybody has uh, been commenting, uh, asking when is Paul Reed putting out his next podcast. And everybody, you cannot, you cannot rush perfection. Paul Reed, he had to need a little time off. He had gone out of town. He needed a week to recover because uh, they tore it down in North Carolina, but good news, Paul Reed is back, and I think a topic that we're all going to enjoy hearing Paul talk about today, we're talking about funerals. Y'all, Paul Reed
0: has got some rules, some regulations, and some just standard go-bys for funerals. I have realized over my 30 years that th- there needs to be a set of ground rules.
1: Well, with that being said, and Paul, we uh always enjoy your take and some of the humor that you bring to uh all the different topics, but I did want to start off with just on a serious note that we had talked about before. Uh, when it comes to funerals and when I have a loved one or a friend pass away we all mourn that in different ways absolutely So, why don't you just quickly hit on that in a more serious light about how to you know respond or 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 how to act towards someone that's that's lost someone kind of respecting um, you know if they are extremely uh, emotional or some folks are, are not emotional at all.
0: Well, you know, Eric, since we're going to be on a serious note, I, you know, that is something we need to address before, you know, Paul Reed loves to be funny and cut up and he wants his podcast to be hilarious. But let me just tell y'all this. Be respectful of your friends and your family when they are in a time of grief and loss. You never know what has caused that to happen you know a lot of times we do know well the person was just old and it was their time to go but you know we need to be extra sensitive to people that are dealing with different kinds of death cancer suicide and those types of things are so sensitive and so you know just be respectful and and you know if if you call the person and they don't call you back it's just because they're not ready to talk they will call you when they're ready. Just leave a kind message. Tell them you're thinking about them, praying for them, and just let them know that you're, you love them, and just be respectful. Now we gonna get down to the nitty
1: gritty. Okay, so now let's get into <clears throat> some of Paul's uh, rules for funerals, and as an introduction, some of you may be wondering, well, how does Paul know so much? He's only 30. Um, how does he know so much about funerals, Paul? Give everybody kind of a, a understanding of of your experience in going to funerals.
0: Well, y'all, this is this is uh, the truth. Uh, let me just tell y'all. I've I've come to realize that my granddad Jack Reed, he is on my father my father's father. He, I really think, thought that I was his arm candy as a child. And so, listen. Y'all, him and Nana, they took me. If if somebody died, they took me. They just wanted to show me off. Now, whether that was the right thing to do or not, I g- gained a lot of experience from going to all those funerals. I mean, y'all, I cannot tell y'all how many funerals I've been to. And so now I realize I am an expert on funerals, um, even though I'm not a mortician.
1: And what's the earliest you remember? How old were you when you went to your first funeral that you can remember? Okay, I know I was probably two when I went to my
0: first funeral, and that was when my uncle Forrest died. But the first funeral that I remember was a graveside service somewhere in South Georgia. Um, I wanna say it was near Macon even. Um, And it was my grandmother's Uncle Albert. He died and him her and grand grand packed me up in the car and we just went up there for the day and you know and y'all know Paul Reed had on his smocked outfit to go to a funeral. Let me just tell y'all something. Don't put your baby in black to go to a funeral. They are a baby. Put them in a Feltman brother dress or a little smocked little outfit. Don't show up with your baby in a little miniature tuxedo. Y'all are, I already told y'all, Paul, Reed, cannot bear that. So that, I was probably, I want to say I was probably four. I mean, this. When I went to that funeral.
1: I mean, who shows up to a funeral in a tuxedo?
0: Well, no, i but you know, well, I know that, Eric, but I'm just saying, you know how people go to, you know how those mothers, they'll put their little baby in a little I mean, they have them, the little black suits for babies, not necessarily a tuxedo, but you know, even at weddings, they'll, they'll, they'll put the baby. I just cannot bear that. Do not put your baby in a black outfit to go to a funeral. Your little girl does not need a black velvet dress for a funeral.
1: Well, let's jump into The Rules for Funerals okay. by All Paul right. Martin Reed. Let's start off with, um, uh, I, I guess, let's start off with. <laughs> the visitation because typically someone passes away down in the south we have a visitation that might happen uh, before the funeral
0: okay well before we talk about the visitation here I really think we're gonna we're gonna start from the time of death okay okay? and I y'all because this plays into the visitation you get wind that mr. Johnny has died Now, y'all, my grandmother brought this, my nana, this is my dad's mom, she brought this to my attention. You know, she would tell one of her friends, well, she had this friend named um, Angela, Angela Hines. She would say, well, Angela, uh, Fred died today. And Angela might respond with, oh, he did? Now, y'all, come on. My grandmother would say, oh, no, Angela, it was just a rehearsal. You know, I mean, really, when somebody calls you and says "so and so died," don't respond with "oh, he did" or "oh, she did." Not just say "oh my word" or something like that. Just say, "oh, okay, I am so sorry to hear that." You know, don't make yourself sound ignorant. So, anyways, uh, so so at the time of death, you get the phone call. So and so died. Okay. Now y'all know, growing up in Savannah in the South, especially in the South, you going to get in your kitchen and you know you got a freezer, in, a ham in the freezer, and you going to cook up some butter beans and rice, and you going to take a little, you going to whip you up a little cake to go over to the people's house, y'all. The person just died 5 minutes ago. They don't want you showing up in at the 10th minute with a ham butter beans and rice, and a chocolate cake. Give them a few hours, okay? So I want to address that first, Eric, because that is important because, you know, a lot of people just say, oh, well, Mr. Johnny said, oh, let me get in the kitchen. Honey, we got to take some food over to to Susan's house because her husband Johnny died, and, you know, she's not going to have anything to eat, y'all. Susan, number one, is going to be just fine. Number two, I think it's wonderful that you want to take her food, but just give Susan just a little minute. You know, like I told y'all before, poor Susie, she has not been a lot of places, and now her husband is dead. So, you know, she's real upset. So, let's just give her a little minute. It'll give her at least a few hours before you call and say, I'm coming over with food. Um, so, so now we're going to get, you know, that that is just a thing of Paul Reed. And when you take the food, y'all do not sit down and eat with them. That is against the rules. Unless they say to you, will you join us for a meal? You do not take food over there and then proceed to sit down and eat. That is rude. And I cannot tell you, trust me, I have been there, y'all, when when they brought the food and they cooked their favorite meal because they were going to plan on sitting down and eating with you. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it don't work like that. Take the food, give your condolences, and get out.
1: All right. So that's visitation. That's bringing
0: food over. That's bringing food over. That's visitation at the, <clears throat> at at the, the home. house. Now we're going to talk about visitation at the funeral home. Y'all, I know that in today's time, we have we are living in a more casual world. But Paul Reed does not live in a casual world when you go to the funeral home for a visitation please put on something nice i don't want to see you going to the funeral home in your scrubs from the hospital in your um in, in your in your uniform from work take an, an extra 10 minutes go home and throw on something decent look like you've been to the funeral home before you know i'm gonna tell y'all funerals are like weddings weddings at the beginning funerals are the end unfortunately and those two events are two major life events that person has gone to glory and you are showing up in your jeans and your tennis shoes and your your raggedy shirt in the presence of the Lord. Now come on people, put on something nice to go to the visitation. I don't wanna hear, oh, well I got to wear a suit tomorrow to the funeral, uh-uh. Put on a nice button down shirt, some slacks and a sport coat, gentlemen. Ladies, put on a nice pair of slacks and a blouse and go to the funeral home. Don't go in your work clothes, don't go in your raggedy, uh, you just wanted to stop by there and sign the book and you gonna think you gonna skip the line? Uh uh-uh. uh, we ain't doing that. The next thing is when you are in the receiving line, just because you got Betty Lou 8 to 80, blind, crippled, and crazy in front of you, does not mean that you can cut the line just because you got dinner reservations with your sister and her husband in 15 minutes. You should have told your sister sorry honey i got to stop by the funeral home do not cut the receiving line that is rude and that is tacky i cannot tell y'all i was at a funeral and i'm not sure who it was but it was a uh last year sometime and i'm not kidding y'all this lady just walked right in the receiving line by the way was wrapped around into the lobby she just walked right past everybody and walked up the side of the chapel and went and thought she was going to cut the line. And I thought she this, she has lost her mind. The only people that can go to the front of the line are the family. And that's because they're going to go stand up there with their family members. They're not getting in the line. The only people that are allowed to bypass the line is the family. Am I clear, y'all? So... I'm just telling y'all, that's rude. People wait in line. Be respectful. It's no different than going to Disney World, honey. You're going to get your turn, okay? You are going to get a turn.
1: Well, so, Paul, what? let me ask you a question. We live in a busy society. I know. Beyond being a casual society. Um, what how, What's Paul's rules on visitation only, funeral only, going to both? How do I make that decision?
0: Well, you know... I think that is a that is definitely a decision, Eric. That is personal to the immediate family. I will tell y'all, I am a fan of visitation. Um, You know, um, visitation is a time when you really get to talk to a to friends and and you really get you know a visitation is a time when you get to actually hear wonderful stories about that loved one or friend, you know, friends that you haven't seen in 20 years will come and say, oh, well, I was so-and-so's college roommate, and, you know, we, d- we just used to have the best time, and she'll tell you that. That's when you get just wonderful time with family and friends, and y'all, I cannot tell y'all, when I lost my grandmother, I lost her very suddenly, and for the people that know me, they know I was just as close as anybody could be she was as close to me as my mother is. And that's the way she was with my sister too. I mean, you know, and my mom, I mean, my mom lost her mother um, not quite a year after her and my dad got married. And my dad's mom just stepped right in. And her and my mom were just so, so close. And I mean, so it was a devastating time, but y'all... That visitation, I'm telling you, I, and it's so funny that we're talking about this today. I was just telling my friend uh, Mark in Pennsylvania, I was talking to him last night, and I was just telling him when I walked into that room for the visitation, I could just feel the Holy Spirit. Y'all, it was just amazing. All those wonderful friends. And I got to hear all these wonderful stories of from people that she went to nursing school with. So y'all, Paul Reed is a fan of visitation. That's where you really get an intimate experience. And I tell you what, I know some people are funny about looking at the dead and not wanting to see them in the casket. Y'all, I'm telling you, that is where you get your closure. That is where you can say, you know what, this person is at peace. They're with the Lord. Well, you hope they are. Because I know some of y'all, some of y'all going to hell in a handbasket, but... um, That's another podcast. That's another podcast. Y'all can try and get on my coattails. Anyways, needless to say, but, you know, really, that's a time for peace, and that's a time for family and friends, and that's just a more intimate experience. You know, I'm not a fan of we're not going to have a visitation. We're just going to have a visitation an hour before the service, and then the service goes. You don't... That, to me, feels rushed. It, And, you know, to each his own, but I'm just a fan of a nice visitation, and then a funeral the next day because at the funeral the family does not need to be bothered. The family needs to be able to come in, sit down, and really just kind of be reverent and that's their last moments with their loved one. You know, that's that that is a worship service. That's a celebration of life. And that is that's a very, you know, intimate time. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go back to wedding just for a second. It's no different with a wedding. You know, when the mother of the bride is seated at that point, that is where you realize, okay, this is her time to reflect. Her daughter's getting married. She's going into a new world. That's why they have a reception afterwards so that you can talk and share wonderful times and memories. Funerals are no different. We have that before because then the dead is buried. But I, I know everybody's different and they like their, you know, some people just don't want to do it. or some people just prefer a graveside service, you know, but listen, That's just how Paul Reed feels about that. I I like a visitation. I like an open casket unless the person was mingled and mangled. Um, You know, once again, that's to each his own. Some people just don't like that. And I like a good flower arrangement. I don't want to see carnations on that casket.
1: Well, that leads us to to the next rule for Paul Reed with funerals. Let's talk about flowers and let's talk about music. Okay. And Eric, let me just tell you this
0: we got to talk about caskets. Okay. Because let me tell you why. Y'all, now I know that everybody is on a different budget for funerals. But, y'all, let me just tell y'all. That is the reason we have got life insurance. So, if you ain't got your life insurance policy paid up, you need to call Eric Davidson. Because you going to need that life insurance. Funerals are not cheap. Do not try and do a funeral on a budget, honey. This is the last hurrah, okay? You did your wedding on a budget, we're going to go all out for your funeral, honey. So, do not get a metal casket. I don't want to see a, a shiny, look like a brand new Lincoln Town car, shiny blue metal casket with Mr. Johnny laying in there with that light blue interior. This is not a Lincoln Town car. This is Johnny's final resting place, honey. He laid in a cherry rice bed for 50, 60, 70 years, and now y'all gonna put Johnny in the trunk of a Lincoln Town car? I don't think so. I, I, Eric, I, I just cannot do it. Please do not do a metal casket. And it's no different when, when Susie dies. I don't want to see her in a pink, metallic, pink liner, you know, Mary Kay car, Mary Kay Cadillac, because. With 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 stitched roses on the inside liner, I don't want to see that, y'all. Invest in a wood casket, okay? Let's just keep it classy. If if you got to lay in a cherry rice bed for the duration of your life, and now they putting you in the trunk of a car, you rise up, Lazarus, <laughs> rise up, honey. Speak your mind. Let some people know before they put you in that metal box, okay? Paul Reese just telling you. And what about flowers? Okay, flowers. Now, y'all, Paul Reed got kicked off the flower guild at Christ Church because he does not like carnations, and I made it known that we do not have carnations on our altar. And somebody got offended, y'all. But let me just tell you something. Do not do it. When you call your florist and you go to get your spray for your loved one, invest in roses okay you had roses at your wedding you didn't have carnations once again it's your last hurrah get you some roses honey do a nice casket spray don't do no little dinky one Uh, no 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 do a nice casket spray okay roses put some stock some snapdragons in there some delphinium some good just make it look real beautiful you know Flowers are not gender specific. Okay. At this time, you know, Mr. Johnny's laying there. He does not know what's on his casket. Okay. And he's already in the trunk of a town car. So let's make sure his flowers look decent. I cannot tell y'all that the other day I saw my friend, y'all, he owns a funeral home, and he was burying one of his loved ones and she was in a metal casket. I cannot tell tell y'all what it did to my spirit and he owns a funeral
1: home I, I, it has just eaten my spirit for a week now paul educate me on on a word you just used how did you describe the
0: flowers on the casket okay that's called a spray or a blanket some people call it a blanket some people call it a spray a casket spray or a blanket it it the fun the florist knows what when you say you need an arrangement for your loved one's casket they there it's and they come in different sizes y'all you can have a double saddle which is a big sp- big casket spray which is what Paul Reed prefers cuz you know that's what you know Princess Swanky. Diana had a double saddle mm-hmm. Paul Reed wants him a double saddle okay all right now let's hit music okay y'all <sighs> this one is a this one just really gets Paul Reed's goat okay people have cooked their goose with Paul Reed over this music you are at your church service. I do. If your organ sounds like a tin can, just use the piano, okay? If you at the funeral home and they got some little tiny dinky electronic organ, get on the Yamaha. Ebony and Ivory is your friend, honey. Don't use a tin can organ. My friend Timothy would just roll over with those tin can organs. So let me just tell y'all, keep it classy. I don't want to hear... Um, I, I, I don't want to hear, you know, oh, well, Johnny's favorite song was Benny and the Jets. It's not the time for Benny and the Jets, honey. Okay, Benny and the Jets was put to rest a long time ago, too. We're not going to go out. Johnny's not going to go out with them, okay? It, it's not time for that. It's not time for pop music. It's time for quality service music. Some nice hymns. There's nothing wrong with an old school hymn everybody likes amazing grace y'all i'm burned out with amazing grace at a funeral okay his grace is amazing but there is a his grace is so amazing that there's so many more hymns that y'all can pick from next thing i cannot tell you i went to a funeral the other day and there was a bagpipe in the church that is not appropriate a bagpipe is an outside instrument that's Make too loud. That, it's way too loud. And they were processing down the aisle. I mm. am not lying to y'all. Goodness. No bagpipes in the church, friends. They go outside. They are at for the graveside, okay? Don't bring the bagpipe to the church.
1: Yeah, I like a bagpipe on the graveside. I
0: like that. That's mm-hmm. fine. You know, burying, you know, you getting over there um, burying yourself in Bonaventure, you want to pretend like you're in the Highlands in Scotland, that's fine. Get you mm-hmm. a bagpipe.
1: All right, Paul, let's get to what everybody wants to hear you talk about. The most, I think, is the attire, the fashion. What are we wearing to a funeral? Okay. And let's start Let's start with the gentlemen. What are they wearing? Y'all, let me tell y'all a story.
0: I have my very, very dear friend, Michelle Quarles. Y'all, she was my heart. She was just my, she was, I, y'all, she was like, my other mother, she was just a special woman to me. And we lost her last October. And But y'all, I have to tell y'all this story. Her husband, Dickie, is hysterical. Y'all, let me tell y'all. Dickie has an affinity for Crocs, okay? So his friend died, and he had to be a pallbearer. And Michelle comes in the next day and says, Paul, you are not going to believe this. I said, what? She said, Dicky wore Crocs to be a pallbearer. She said, "I could have fallen over in the pew." I said, "Oh, my soul." So, y'all, let's talk about this. Poor Dickie. He don't. We gonna give Dicky a pass because we just love Poppy. So, anyways, let me just tell y'all this: No Crocs, gentlemen. Once again, socks with your suit. I don't want to see bald ankles. When you are when you are kneeling down for communion, I don't want to see that at the funeral. No, sir. No balding. Put on socks with your dark suit. And a dark suit. Gentlemen, funerals are not a time, Eric, for a sport coat. That was the previous night at the visitation. You wear a dark suit. A two-piece suit. That's not a navy blue sport coat and gray slacks. That's a suit with a white shirt. I don't want to see colored shirts. I want to see a white dress shirt and a nice tie. Then you can wear whatever tie you want to. If say the person really liked pink and you said, you know what, I'm going to wear this tie because Mr. Johnny really liked pink. So you wear your favorite tie. That's good. And for the ladies, ladies, y'all know Paul Reed is a fan of a good hat. A funeral is a perfect time for a nice, but put on your nice dark clothing ladies a dress or a skirt i don't really like to see ladies in pants at a funeral i just i just don't think it's appropriate and you know what i know i'm old school but there's nothing wrong with a good pair of pantyhose y'all put y'all on some pantyhose for this funeral it just makes your outfit look finished with a nice pump I cannot stand to see a lady in a nice suit, and she's got on some some old little black flat shoes that she wore around the house. That little looks horrible. Put you on a nice little pump, a pointed-toe black patent leather pump will never go out of style. Just remember that. And ladies, wear your pearls. Wear your pearls, honey. Put on you. Put on nice jewelry. Don't wear costume jewelry to a funeral. If if you don't have real jewelry, don't wear any. Put you on some nice earbobs. It's not the time for chandelier earrings. It's not the time to show off the finest diamond necklace your husband's bought you. But do wear real jewelry. Put on a nice gold bangle. Make sure you wear your 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 diamond, and make sure you know you wear some some small earrings and and your pearls. Just you know, make sure you look nice. And take your dark glasses. If you're gonna cry, take your dark glasses. Do not put them on at the church. Put them on at the cemetery.
1: Now, the last one we're going to talk about, the dress, is the actual person that you're going to their funeral. Okay, now, Eric. In the casket, how were they dressed? Y'all, let me just tell y'all this.
0: The funeral home will try to sell you one of their dresses or suits for the gentleman. Do not do it. Paul Reed does not do polyester, Okay. Go in your loved one's closet and find something that is conservative, that is covering the person because you don't know what trauma the person has been through on their road to death. You don't know if there was any bruising from CPR or anything like that. Find, we don't want to see Mr. Johnny in something low cut with his chest hair hanging out at the, no ma'am, uh-uh. Johnny needs to be buttoned up with a tie on. I don't want to see, oh, well, um, she just loved nightgowns. Y'all, nightgowns are not appropriate for funerals. I'm sorry.
1: Who's put on a nightgown before? I'm not
0: lying to y'all. Let me just tell you this, Eric. This was not my choice. (laughs) My great-grandmother, my granddad, Jack Reed's mother, was buried in a nightgown and a robe. I was mortified. Y'all, they did that to her because she laid in the bed. She had... She was bedridden for 10 years. That's the only thing she wore was a nightgown. That did not mean she couldn't have been put in a nice dress. I was mortified when I got to the graveside. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. I'm just telling y'all, no nightgowns, no pajamas, a nice dark suit for the loved one. If it's a male, if it's a lady, a nice lady suit, two piece, a nice dress. Y'all, make sure it has sleeves. Nobody's arms look good after they have um, gone to glory. Okay? Mm -hmm. It needs to be covered. Ladies, a nice Mm -hmm. little handkerchief in their hand. Y'all, if the person wore glasses, put the glasses on the person. And and let me tell y'all this, too. If they put lipstick on the ladies, I can't see. I'm telling you, I went somewhere, and they had a little... Nice nude uh, it, lipstick on the per the person looked the person looked deader than they were. Put on some put on a nice color, make them look vibrant, y'all. And make sure you go to the funeral home beforehand and check out your loved one to make sure it's what you want, because you don't want people going about, Oh God, she looked terrible. You know, the people in the South they're known for saying, "Oh, Susie, Johnny looks so good," and then and they say Johnny looked like shit. No, we ain't doing that. Make sure Johnny looks good before you open up his um, Lincoln Town car trunk. Mm -hmm. Make Mm -hmm. make sure before you open the trunk for everybody to see Johnny,
1: make sure he looks good, okay? Well, Paul, um, it's been a pleasure learning about funerals and some of your rules, some of your do's and don'ts. Um, We've missed uh, over the last week getting to hear from you. Um, Any last parting words, anything else you want to say? You know what,
0: Eric, I do have, y'all, I know this podcast was a little bit longer, but there's a lot to To cover with funerals let me just tell you this I got two more things I want to cover real quick you know um I've noticed when celebrities die they change their clothes the next day which brings me to a a, a point I want to tell y'all when my aunt's mother Pauline died Carly my sister was young and we went to the funeral home it was the old Fox and Weeks downtown I am so grateful I got to go there before they closed it What a magnificent um, funeral parlor. Um, Let me just tell y'all. So we left the funeral home. Y'all, Carly was so upset. We we couldn't figure out why. Mama was in the hospital. She had had some surgery. So we got to the hospital to check on Mama later that night. And Carly sucked her thumb her whole life. and And Mama said, Carly, what's wrong? She said, Mama, you will not believe it. They had her in the same dress today that they had her in last night. They didn't even change her clothes. Y'all, she was so upset. I just want to let y'all know it is okay to leave your loved one in the same thing from the visitation to the next day. I know y'all thought Paul Reed was going to say, y'all need to change Johnny's clothes. Y'all do not have to go to the trouble until Paul Reed dies. I want my clothes. I want an outfit that's appropriate for the visitation. And I want an outfit that's appropriate for the funeral.
1: Can you confirm that you already have picked out your funeral clothes just in the event that something's happening?
0: If Paul Reed dies, y'all go call Pam Sullivan at Fox and Weeks. She's already got my arrangements. And make sure y'all put my David Yerman on me, but take it off before y'all close up my wooden casket. Okay. (laughs) All right, and what's the other point that you wanted to make? One other thing I want to make. After the funeral, a lot of times the church will have a meal do not invite yourself to that meal. If the family comes up and says, hey, um, we would love for y'all to come join us at the meal after the graveside, then that is fine. Other than that, do not show up to go to the meal. Unless you are on the food committee at the church, do not show up there. And one other thing I'm gonna say, and then we're gonna end this. When you get to the graveside, folks, the seats, the chairs are reserved for the family. I don't care if you are 8 to 80, blind, crippled, and crazy, stay in the car, watch from the car. If you own your walker or you own your cane, do not try and get on your good foot and hike up Bonaventure to go to the graveside. Just watch from the car, roll down your window so you can hear, stay in the air conditioner with your dark glasses on and watch from the car. But the chairs are reserved for the family. This is their last opportunity with
1: their loved one. You got that? We got it. Well, thank you, Paul. Um, we're going to take all of this to heart, and um, we look forward to hearing from you soon, maybe uh, by the end of the week. Uh, yes, y'all. We are gonna have a good, another one in.
0: Yeah, we're going to be back on track, Eric. We are good to go. I have recovered, and so I, I love y'all. Thank y'all for the support and the love, and we are just so excited to be doing this. Once again, if you have any questions or comments, please like us on Spotify, on Apple Music, or iTunes. Um, Go to my Facebook page. Give us feedback. Tell us what you want to hear about.
1: All right. Thank you so much, Paul. Until then, see you later. Bye-bye. Y'all,
0: I forgot to tell y'all. Eric is going to kill me because I had to sneak back on here and tell y'all this one thing I totally forgot to even address on the podcast. But, y'all, this is important about the funerals. When you... Are driving down the road and you come upon a funeral procession you are to pull over on the side of the road and let them pass they have the right-of-way they do not have to abide by red lights they do not have to abide by any of the rules they are just they are on a clear path to the cemetery basically we're gonna say this They basically have to follow the same rules that policemen or ambulances do during an active procession, which is they do not have to obey the red light. Pull over on the side of the road till they pass. Y'all, if they have a police escort, do not try and pass the line because you're trying to get off on your exit. Let me just tell you something. One other thing. If it's a divided highway, it makes a difference. If you're in a divided highway and there is an obvious partition and you're on the southbound and they're on the northbound, you do not abide by this rule. But if you're on the same side of the divided highway, then you abide by the rule. You pull over until they have passed. How you can tell is the last person, those people will have on their flashers. When you don't see any more flashers on those cars, you know the funeral procession is over. Y'all, this is important because it is rude. Nobody wants to see you zooming by them when they're in their limo going to bury their loved one. Be respectful. Pull over on the side of the road. I don't need to see you outside of your car waving your flag and all that kind of stuff. Stay in your car. Just pull over on the side of the road. If you are on a street like a lot of the streets we have in Savannah, for instance, I'm going to use Skidaway Road. There is no obvious partition. It is a two-lane road. You both sides of the road have to abide by this rule. Pull over. If you're on, on Duren, Abercorn, Abercorn's different because there's a divide in there. But if you're on Duren, when there's not a divide, you have to pull over on the side of the road. It's respectful. Just make sure that y'all abide by this rule. I just had to come on here and tell y'all this because... Paul I'm Reed, what
1: are you doing on here? Eric, I had to take y'all... Paul, no. I told, we done said this podcast is over. What are you doing? I know, but listen,
0: my friend Betty Lee Pember told me I had to talk about All this. All right.
1: Well, you told everybody this. Tell them to say, say goodbye, Paul. A
0: Goodbye. I promise I'm done. Okay, now... Hello.
1: Now, darling, let me just tell you something. Coming to you from Savannah, Georgia, the man who has more rules than Moses, this is Honestly with Paul Reed.